Listeners be advised, the Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holiloquy podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Sebastian Adams and Slater Jackson. All that information you can find in the show notes. So today we are releasing the motherfucking load. It is that segment that's all about your passions, venting, and just letting out wherever the hell is pent up within you. And we are discussing anime niggas today, y'all. And I am discussing that topic with none other than Hakeem. How are you doing today, brother? Doing good, doing good, chilling, killing. Had a busting ass potato today. My potato, Warner Robins. If you ever uh there, they are not paying for this advertisement. It's just bust that well. So yeah. <laughs> and you're still killing. I'm still gonna ask who the fuck are you out here killing? I, I just want to know. A secret, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing the pussy, you know. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no we're not supporters of violent uh lingo in terms of the feminine body even though some people like it i'm all here whatever you like it's whatever you like i don't care um so, oh didn't uh, you didn't you have a graduation recently i did i did and that shit was let's talk about that graduation right quick let's so I'm going to end up having an episode with some of my classmates so we can talk about the trauma that we had to endure at this damn school and dealing with these white people. Who what? Are, you who can't are say that. You got to say mayo kin. Huh? You got to say mayo kin. <laughs> mayo kin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we, we are definitely going to be talking about that. But when we got to graduation... It, it was obvious why people were acting up because we got this email talking about, oh, make sure you're not wearing, I don't know if they do this every year, but to our knowledge, they do not, they do, not do this every year. But we get mm-hmm. this email saying, oh, uh, no Greek stoles or anything like that because uh, we're not a Greek campus, even though they have Greeks undergrad, because I've checked multiple times. But unless they got rid of them, I don't know. But we're not a Greek campus, so it would not make sense for um, people to have them. Now, get to graduation. Mm -hmm. The um, master's students, they got their stoles and everything. And I'm like, okay, look at the Greeks that's out here. And, you know, us in the doctoral program, we're just like, okay, we could have just brought ours. I had mine under my robe. So I was like, fuck Mm -hmm. it up. And on top of that... Mm -hmm. 
the the um, saying of graduation is that the school didn't uh, was trying to um, not exceed their quota in terms of um, black graduates because that shit when I tell you we uh, mm-hmm. stepped out into the scene we're just like people are going whoever's watching this is going to think that this school is a HBCU that's how many black people graduated damn bro like of all the people who got their doctorate uh, I think. It was like 80 of us who was in the uh, ceremony and mm-hmm. about 15 were white and uh, like three were, um, I will classify as uh, persons of color, the rest black. And wow. we're just like, so this is interesting. <laughs> Are we going to be niggas today? And we didn't have to, we did not have to do it. Like the masses people, they came up and they showed the fuck out. We had somebody <laughs> shimming on the stage. Nice. Um, the AKAs with ski wing and all this. I blew fired for the um uh, my frat who um walked across the stage, and then the doctoral candidates came and we just giving each other life. It was nice. just amazing. They were not ready, and I felt I felt great about it. So our theme uh, between uh, myself and some other uh, cohort mates. Uh, our theme is melanated and educated with EDD at the end of both of those. That's nice. what, that's what, um, the vibe was this weekend. And it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. God is good. Child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a religious, religious person, but whoever they had, the, um, the, um, he's a chair, I think, uh, he, he does their, um, the not ministry but he does a lot of prayer for the school Mm -hmm. i forgot his exact title but his um speech had motherfuckers up in like "Mm, yes lord (laughs) we went to church on sunday i mean we went to church on saturday (laughs) it 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 gave what needed to be given (laughs) we made that that school into a baptist church ceremony and i loved it (laughs) went ahead and said he on the spot Saturday. <laughs> look, look. They played, they fucked around with those fuck, fuck arounds and it, it it paid off and I loved it. Um, but yeah, that happened. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Sounds like it was wonderful. Yes, yes. The energy was was much needed. Um, so to dive into this topic, why anime niggas of all? All right, all right, all right, all right. Look. Let me let me just dial in here. Let me let me get my uh birth by sleep music. <laughs> anyway, but look, so the reason why I'm talking about anime niggas is because one, we it's like a love-hate relationship with anime niggas, right? We we love okay, women don't know what they're missing when they are excluding nerdy anime niggas out from their life. Because okay, we got how do I explain this without sounding like really boisterous and all that kind of shit? Anime that. niggas are the best. Okay. We the best. Shout out to DJ, DJ Khaled. But we are the best because we will care for you. We constantly like looking out for our women uh, or like things that we love. Like the passion that we give to our, our craft, like not crafts, but our um um the stuff that we like, like mm-hmm. our passions, like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, manga, anime, um, all that shit. Passions that we give to that is the same passion that we can have for our women or our partners or whoever you dating or in love with, whatever. Because mm-hmm. we literally have templates and formats to follow, like slice of life animes, uh, rom coms, all that stuff. 
we can make you laugh, we can make you cry. We know what to fucking do when it comes up for Valentine's Day, Christmas, Thanksgiving, all that shit. However, (laughs) (laughs) that's a strong however. Oh my lord. Right. It's a lot of work (laughs) when it comes to anime niggas because you got to get past that. I think I'm better than every other regular nigga out here because anime niggas don't really we like we're low key and we're out of the way so much that we're not in trouble 24/7. We're not um doing illegal shit. We're not like hood niggas for a black or a better term. We mm-hmm. ain't hood niggas. Like we ain't out in the streets. You ain't gotta worry about us cheating or nothing. Like, well, I take that back. You might have to worry about us cheating every now and again, but it's probably somebody like that's a million miles away because we're talking on like role playing shit. <laughs> okay. Valid. Yeah. But um, yeah, and 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 then like I don't know what it is about anime niggas, but it just seems like in the anime and manga community, there's a huge problem with anime niggas. And like, this is the main point. There's a huge problem with dudes who are in the anime and manga and nerdy shit in general. One, gatekeeping. And two, not knowing how to be how to be functional around women. Mm. <clears throat> I get that. Uh, I, I will say, even though I'm a, a huge low-key otaku i'm not even gonna lie about it even though i'm more <laughs> on the old school side of things and uh-huh. I, I i don't rock with a lot of the anime stylings of today because there is like you we're making it to focus on like what will sell in america rather than mm-hmm. what we're used to or what what um the the um the genre or well the the artistry that it used to be, and I hate that a lot. Like um, mm-hmm. when when I think of uh, card captured Sakura or Captura, however you want to pronounce it, but when I think of animes like that, uh, Sailor Moon, uh, yeah. oh, one of my favorite uh, Shugakaras, where you have mm-hmm. like um, the uh, anime females, the magical females, and whatnot, and their um, their transformations and stuff like that. How how those anime have so much engagement and they mm-hmm. are not about just the fights it's you have dialogue you have story you have mm-hmm. history you have i want to know about this character right here yeah. that like that's one thing i do like about some of the newer anime like my hero academia where they actually go into the side characters they mm-hmm. they have they they are they get to stand out a lot more because when you think about like Naruto mm-hmm. back in the day, you mm-hmm. have like uh, Hanada over here. You just like, okay, Hanada's cute. I kind of want to dress like Hanada for cosplay, or I want to dress like Neji for cosplay. Yeah, but I'm not really getting stories of them. I'm not getting a feel for mm-hmm. who they are outside of the main character's perspective. And right. now you have like more animes like My Hero, where it's just mm-hmm. like, oh. I get to learn all about this little fast motherfucker. I forgot his name. The one, um, the one whose brother is a police officer. I could say all this shit about uh, him. I don't know his fucking name. I uh, glasses man. Glasses man with the um the uh turbo um calf muscles and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Like you learn so much about the characters who are not the main characters that you can actually um really have a good fan base for those characters, but my hero is kind of an outlier in a lot of the newer anime that's coming out. Um, I, yeah. I would say even um, Attack on Titan is an outlier too. Oh. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but it's still an outlier yeah. in terms of their development to what you have uh, in general uh, anime out here. 
Right. And I don't mean to make that sound because, you know, I probably offended like at least half the fan base here, but (laughs) yeah, that'd be all right. But I mean, it's just okay. I'm not a fan of Attack on Titan, but I do appreciate the story for what it is. Um, It's just long, long and drawn out to me. And it's very political and like intrigue heavy. So like, it's the same thing for me, like Game of Thrones was. It's a lot of stuff going on. It's a lot of characters and a lot of like history that I don't know and that I don't want to keep up with. Mm-hmm. But um, it does focus around like the group rather than the uh, actual single character. Like um, how you were saying, My Hero Academia focuses on like uh, the dude with the glasses, dude with uh, uh, what the explosive hands and all that kind yes, of stuff. Bakugo. Bakugo. Uh, I think it's, I think yeah, it's something. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> and and here's the thing, I and you know this is like a disclaimer. I may not know all the names of the characters, but when you've been in the anime game and manga game for like at least a good you know 15, 20 years tops, often people start looking the goddamn same. <laughs> true, true. Because look, I can name some anime that a lot of people don't even know about. Like, oh, my favorites from back in the days: Angel Tales, the other Angel Tales. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on me. Strawberry Eggs is a good one. Uh, fucking, hmm. um, um, there was something with Marshmallow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I love Loveless. I read. Oh Loveless. yeah. Um, Gravitation was actually pretty good. Did you ever look, see Chop It's? I have not. I, I'm. I'm. I have not seen it, but I've had access to watch it so many times throughout the years. Um, mm-hmm. Even when I was transitioned to strictly dubs, too, I've yeah. still had access to watch it, but I just never watched it. Uh, what else? Like this, these anime people ain't who they used to be. That's all I can say. They are not. not. Like so many people are fixated on fucking DBZ, and I'm just like, DBZ is trash. Ah. I feel like me. If you if you if you have an issue with that statement, pull the fuck up. I don't care. You can if you're going to throw those hands over some Dragon Ball Z. I'll show you what Goku can do. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to throw hands over your statement. However, I will disagree with you respectfully. <laughs> Look, okay, DBZ is good. Okay, to me, mm-hmm. DBZ is good. However, Super's not good. Like, <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Like. Back because like somebody had made a post uh a couple of days ago and they were like, Yeah, uh Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z used to be like this, where people would roll up and they'd be serious, ready to like throw hands, and like Goku would actually pissed off. Super, he's like real happy go lucky and shit. Like no one can beat his ass. And I'm just like, Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a huge problem. Like, I, I will respect DBZ a little bit more if Goku mm-hmm. starts to become a villain. That will be, be crazy. so much better. The reason why is because who is we are always relying on Goku to win. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the go-to person. He's the most powerful, mm-hmm. apparently. Like this man has Super Saiyan God and excelled past that. And I'm like, the fuck. That, <laughs> like, what's next? Double Super Saiyan God? Like what? That that be. <laughs> what else? Who else is he going to fight? Like, who else is he going to fight? Is he going to now fight all the fucking angels and just surpass them magically? Now he's angel saying, God, what the fuck is going on with this damn show? It's not realistic at this point. They turn into they turn into a Korean, uh, a Korean manga, like Korean mangas. I don't know. Like Korean mangas are starting to 
be on like come up on the rise and stuff like um sword solo leveling hero starting to come up tower um yeah and uh what is it uh god of high school that is, one. yeah like though korean people are starting to really make some mangas out here i'm waiting for the chinese uh mangas to really start taking over because they got some good storytelling aspects but i believe it it's, it's gonna be rap i already know <laughs> like I, I i do appreciate that a lot more uh anime and manga are like playing playing into the psychology of characters yeah and uh, making that realistic because like that's one of the things that i do like about uh, my hero academia is that these kids are stressed the fuck out mm-hmm. <laughs> you can tell that they're stressed out that it, it's like they're dealing with real life shit they understand that they are probably too young to be doing all, everything that they're doing but they're uh at the same time they're preparing themselves and they're um they have to live through certain traumas and they're their experience with living through those um traumas is what's powering them up to be better um more as like when you look at older anime it's not about that it's just we're just going to do something random um (laughs) it's like there's Mm -hmm. not necessarily a storyline but there is a storyline but there's no play on the trauma or the experiences of the characters is more of oh we're telling you a good story and you're going to enjoy the story it's just going to gloss over everything it's strictly entertainment now um which is the benefit of the newer uh anime is that it's is connecting on a more emotional level like um cultural um <laughs> that fucking yeah. beautiful masterpiece that it is what is it cultural culturals uh alone oh Kotaro alone. lives alone yeah Kotaro lives alone yeah that, that shit, shit happened oh boy <laughs> i was like it's so cute watching it i'm just like i love this this is so great and then you have the adults putting themselves in his mind but then um unraveling what he's actually going through to like actually speak it into existence of what how this stuff is impacting him i'm like this show is way too deep (laughs) i'm not ready i'm not emotionally ready for this shit (laughs) because like i was watching the show and i was just like this kid is so like he he's like so mature yet so immature i'm like damn like what kind of like when i saw it i was like what kind of trauma did he go through like this is fucked up <laughs> and then it was that one thing about you know when his father was trying to come see him and you mm-hmm. know the adults know that his father is bad for him and then he's like i'm not ready and i'm not strong enough to see my father that's why i keep running away from him and i'm just like mm-hmm this dichotomy is not mm, uh, i can't handle this right now <laughs> nah man nah um, this is too much this is way too much now um we i went on a completely different tangent <laughs> than what we were t- talking about because i know you mentioned something about how you know anime niggas know how to treat their partners and i, I agree uh once you do unravel a lot of um some of the toxic traits that uh, an anime nerd or anime nigga may have and you mm-hmm. get to the core of them and you get to engage and um you know be a partner with that person oh yeah. it's wonderful it is great it is like like you said the same effort they put into or what we put into um our passions is the same thing that we put into our lovers 
But mm-hmm. I I will also have to say, because there are those who, because I kind of glossed over it, those who are toxic, who do believe that women are not into anime niggas, even though there are a huge amount of women who love anime too. So it's like, they have always been there, just looked over. But unraveling that mindset that women don't want an anime nigga. Yeah, that's that in itself uh is the biggest i guess the biggest point of like why i brought this up anime anime niggas or people or dudes who like anime are just layered individuals like on the top layer you got this really cool calm collected dude who's just really enthusiastic about a specific topic and it just happens to be very nerdy and like kind of niche right but then underneath that you got a like a whole layer of trauma then you got a layer of like family trauma and you got another layer of like insecurities on top of that <laughs> or at the very bottom of that. True. Because most of the time when dudes, when when I see in the po- in the comment section and stuff like that, oh, like some girl posts like, oh, you know, this dude asked me for such and such and such and such. And I was like, no, nigga, back up and all this other kind of stuff. Most of the time, nine times out of ten, it's an anime, a dude who likes anime going to the defense of the dude like, what did you chill and blah, 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 and all this other kind of stuff? And I'm like, it's not about that, bro. It's like about her perspective. Mm. It's about her feelings, like how she feels at the time and how, you know, what happened with her. Like, speak, like there was some there was some lady who was talking about speaking from a place of trauma or whatever. And I was like, you know what? I feel like anime dudes be speaking from a place of trauma most of the time when either a woman rejects them or um, they don't get what they want. Because, you know, when you're coming up and well, back in the day, for all y'all youngins, um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, youngins, back in the day, anime was not as widely accepted, like, especially in black communities and black circles, like, Mm. you could get away with Dragon Ball Z. That's it. That's it. Sailor Moon, maybe a little bit, but not, nah. Nah, if you was watching Sailor Moon on the regular basis, you're automatically gay. Um, yeah, which is weird. I'm just like, <laughs> we all watch Sailor Moon. The fucking me. <laughs> it came on on Toonami. You was watching yep. it with me. You was out here on these courts too watching Sailor fucking mm-hmm. Moon. Because you will wait. Either you were watching it or you will wait to watch it to wait for Dragon Ball Z to come back on. Like, that's it. <laughs> Child. <clears throat> I don't know. Like, the, there, there was a huge amount of anime bullying back then. Uh, and I, I definitely understand where the trauma and traumatic experience and tra- uh, trauma responses come from. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, The stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss include kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. 
And I, I definitely understand where the trauma and traumatic experience and tra uh, trauma responses come from having living through having lived through that. But there is a point where you got to let that stuff go and recognize that we're in a new fucking age. And it's like <clears throat> that that same that person who rejected you in, uh, in fifth grade. Why are you still looking for their approval <laughs> in your adult age? Like, what are they going to do? What validation are they really going to give you? They finally going to say, oh, yes, I like that anime that you liked back in the day. We should date. They're not giving a damn about you. Right. Not to mention the fact that, like, think about it like this. Do you really want somebody who gave you validation after, like, years and years of torment and you having to sit with that? Fuck no. Right. That would be a very unhappy relationship in, in my eyes because I would not. Like, you now see my fucking words? Bitch, get out of here. After I won the lottery, leave. <laughs> yeah. See, now you now you bringing the money thing into it, and that's the that that brings me back. Well, that that brings up the thought of you know <clears throat> the computer geeks. The only reason why they were seen as being attractive is because they had that potential of making a lot of money. So mm -hmm. let's go after the computer geek just in just in case something actually goes off. Um, but right. I will say. Go after the computer geek because the sex might be good. <laughs> you mm. never know. That's that's what I've experienced in my life, at least. Um, <laughs> or go after the anime niggas for the same reason. That's also what I've I've experienced in my life too. Yeah. So, I'm like, not I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's and I don't know what it is about anime niggas, but apparently we got good dick. So, like, <laughs> yeah, like, shit, I. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's all that hint of rage, but shit, it's there. It's there. It's there. I guess watching DBZ makes the dick grow. Who knows? There you go. There you go. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. I feel like it makes your dick shrink. But it... <laughs> terrible. Terrible. I will stop shading DBZ. I will stop. I will stop. Again, DBZ is great. It's great. But the the... I just need to say Goku is not the strongest. He is Listen. not. He's OP. That's the thing that makes him not the strongest. If he was not OP, probably. But again, this motherfucker goes Super Saiyan Angel and shit. So, <laughs> I don't... Who can beat that? Who can beat that? I mean, listen, the only person that could beat that is like uh, the writers. <laughs> He's got hella plot armor. I ain't gonna flex. See, this is why we need evil Goku. And I feel like they've been hit, hinting at it by having mm -hmm. um, Goku Black in Super. I think that was his name. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. But we need the Goku, who's the horrible father to all of his fucking kids, <laughs> to be the fucking villain. And I said that. If you feel as though mm -hmm. this man is a good father, fight you me. Get the fuck Again, out. you can fight me about my opinion. This Look. man has not been there for Goten's life because he decided oh. to blow himself up. Yep. Like he couldn't do a double instant transmission shit. He did that on purpose. He was like, okay, DB's the Dragon Balls. Wait, this is what happened, y'all. This is what <laughs> happened. So Cell Games, right? Yep. They all getting ready to fight and everything. Chi-Chi's just like, Goku, guess what? I'm pregnant. And you know, Goku's like, oh my God, another child, another baby? Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. And then Cell Games is going on. And then, you know, Cell starts to get huge. Mind you, Gohan whooped that ass. <laughs> he 
went off. Team Gohan is the best Gohan. Amen to that. And then Goku was like, hold up. This man looks like he's about to blow up. This might be my opportunity. They already they already wished me back before. If I die, I know I'm going to the Kai world. I know I get to train, be with the Kais, raise <laughs> these kids, kids, or fight. Raise these motherfucking kids <laughs> <laughs> or fight. Bet. And that's that's what happened. I feel like that's the decision <laughs> that happened. Y'all see this motherfucker did not really get resurrected. <laughs> nah, he was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Don't bring me back. When they when they first was trying to like wish him back, he's just like, no, he denied coming back. <laughs> like, what kind of oh my god. Like that was okay. So my thing is this. I look, I know that everybody thinks that Goku is this, like, battle genius and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Y'all forget, Goku, when he was younger, when he first got to the planet Earth, he hit his head on a rock. That's the reason why he wasn't, like, real violent and shit. He became, like, real docile. Obviously, his brains got scrambled. Let's stop pretending that Goku is not mentally challenged. Mm, now I feel bad. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, look, I, let's call a spade a spade. Goku is mentally challenged. That's why he's very strong. He's very smart at one specific thing and nothing else. Mm, that that's a fucking word. Mm, he went back the histories. Yeah. <sighs> like shout out to fucking though. shout out to fucking Piccolo though, because we all know he's the only black character in the show. Well, yep. there's Oob, but that but, that motherfucker doesn't even show up in the show. Like. <laughs> because he's black like they're like Mm-mm. nah they introduced him as a side character twice yep. <laughs> he's never been in the actual episode nope we all best we get in black people of america and parts unknown is uh ooh that's all we got that's all we got. i mean not ooh but uh uh piccolo. piccolo all we got is piccolo it, shoot he might be the only black namekian because i don't know about dende he's he, i'm still on the fence about that nigga this Dende is probably like light skin. Not nah, he's light skin. Damn, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's Mr. Popo. He does give me nigga energy. He do. He, he give me nigga. He, Mr. Popo's just like that's not my none of my blackity black business. Look, he's just like, mm, not, that's none of my business. I'm gonna be over here sipping my fucking tea. Did you just say you're gonna blow up what? Oh, oh, I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> like we all know Mr. Popo got them hands. He just he, he just do like, got hands. He's just like, I don't you don't want this fucking problem. You already right. know. <laughs> I'm Shit. good over here. You don't want these problems. Like at one point, he was like stronger than uh half, like half the DBZ roster. Like he at one point he was ha- he was stronger than uh Dragon Ball roster. Like people had to fight him before they can get to Kami. Like this is how it was. And he was like, no, nah, I ain't going to fight you because I'll probably end up killing you. <laughs> so, like, you can go fight these other, do these other tasks and shit. Look, child, the only two black characters, at least, they, at least they're powerful. And at least one of us is a good father. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess, I guess that's all we need. And then poor Krillin. I hate, I hate how they just do Krillin so bad in the show. And I'm like, Krillin's not a bad. He, he's, he's, he's very strong. Okay, he's yep. like one of the few humans in mm-hmm. the show, and he's doing the shits. Pure humans at that. 
Right. Except for Yamcha. Yamcha's just trash. And they did him so wrong in the damn, in the damn <laughs> super. I was just like, ooh, they really coming for this nigga. Look, Yamcha, Yamcha's just living his life at this point. I want to see, see a slice of life of Yamcha's life. Because I'm pretty sure he got to pay taxes. He mm-hmm. got to do bills. He got to talk to his, his wife or girlfriend or whatever. Yamcha out here living life. All the Wait, rest of these people fighting. Isn't Yamcha like the only one that has not won a tournament? I think so. So Yamcha's the broke friend and nobody's really taking care of this nigga? I don't even think he broke. I just think he just, he is an average person. I can could, I could see that. I can see that. Oh my. Mm-mm-mm. Like, I don't know. I have no clue, like, as to how. The, everybody, okay, technically speaking, everyone except, with everyone except the exception of um, maybe Krillin, uh, Tien and Chaozu and a couple other people live or oh and, and Master Roshi and Master Roshi live off of Bulma's like residuals and shit. True. Like honestly speaking, like I've never seen like anybody do any work whatsoever. <clears throat> well, you know, Krillin, he he's a police officer. Is he? That, mm, that's what like they he... say according to the show. All right. Yeah. Well, he 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 did he did help out. Well, did he really help out when when that scene happened um, with Super Saiyan Man? Probably. I don't think he helped out. I think he just showed up. Wait, are you talking about GT? Because GT technically isn't canon. Oh no, I'm talking about on Super. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Like, I don't know. Regardless of the fact, all I know is that uh, Krillin and them or. Dragon Ball Z in general, like it, none of it's really consistent. All it, all it is just a, to for young boys to have something to do and rage about. That's it. True, <clears throat> true. Because there's a lot better out here. There's yep. so many better anime. How do you feel about the fact that there's so much more push for? Because mm-hmm. I've been rewatching older anime, and yes, I have been watching Inuyasha because I, we were toxic ass. Shut the fuck up, y'all. <laughs> y'all um, so even though this is not one of my ce- celebrity crushes, but it should be, Hakeem has an issue with the fact that a lot of people, including myself, have a thing for Sashomaru. He does not understand. That's a fine as whatever kind of dog that motherfucker Demon is. Demon dog. Listen, <laughs> this is this is exactly how ta- toxic ass people come into existence. Like it's a showroom. Like if you at any point, if you like she okay, if you a dude, you like she go, you probably toxic Ooh. now. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So damn. So I'm double toxic because one, I love mm-hmm. she go and I See? love showroom. You toxic. You toxic. I'm not toxic. You are the problem. <laughs> oh my god. Am I being gaslit on my own fucking show? <laughs> <laughs> Am I really the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the oh cause of all the anime niggas hurt. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Nah, but <laughs> but on on the real tip though, like any like Inuyasha is one of those good. It's a good anime. Like it's about you know a, it's essentially like a love story almost. Mm-hmm. Um, child, crazy love story. Yeah, wild love story. Um, it's got a little little kink in there for those people who like that kind of shit. Look, Simple. love, uh, uh, loving hip hop ain't got nothing on that drama on any Yasha child. Oh no! Nah. <laughs> like if if love and hip hop can like resurrect dead folk <laughs> and then like reincarnate uh, this shit, let me resurrect your ex. So yeah, you like, knowing you still got fucking feelings for her. Meanwhile, I'm after your ass 
and I want to kill your current partner and you found somebody new and I don't like that bitch or I just want to kill everybody what yeah what just happened that's too much (laughs) the math is definitely not mathing how are we calculating these decisions exactly (laughs) I just be like every time I look at Inuyash I'm like damn this is what I used to watch back in the day like late at night no wonder (laughs) and it's so fucking good I love it I love it I feel like watching that I see the the breast in the um Mm -hmm. physical nature the physical characteristics of the characters in a lot of anime back then were were not over exaggerated oh yeah i see a lot more of that in newer anime and that's yeah because it was not as much fan service back then Mm -hmm. a lot of the characters were more realistic they were um built not necessarily to scale but what you will see regularly on the streets and then i don't know when they made that transition um to probably around naruto days when you know you got the harem jutsus and shit and <laughs> that's turning people on and yeah i don't know but now you see a lot more characters who are have a lot more robust features yeah and it's weird see i would i'll i'll say that i've noticed that as well like if you go back in uh animation history and anime history right if you compare american culture to west or uh eastern culture mm. like American culture, if you look at Amer- like stuff like Family Guy, American Dad, all that kind of stuff, it gets it's smart when it first starts, right? And it's very like oriented and on target with uh like regular life. But as you get further down or there's more seasons and everything like that, it starts to get dumb and the hmm. designs start to get very simple. Uh look at Ben 10, look at uh yes. um Adventure um, Time, all that kind of stuff. Teen right? Titans. Teen Titans. Yeah, now they have Teen Titans Go and stuff. Justice League. Mm. Um, yeah, but in Eastern culture, it gets it starts smart and smart, but the character design changes as it goes along. Um, and mm. yeah, it gets it it gets either it's like real conservative kind of sort of like oh we we don't know if we can get away with this, and then it's like okay we could definitely get away with this. Let me just go ahead and hike that skirt up and put those panty shots in there like. Mm-hmm. Or or it just starts like that and it ends up being smut. Like <laughs> <laughs> look, and there's definitely I, I I have to admit I do have my uh fan serve uh anime that I do watch every now and again. But at the same time, those same ones have great stories to them too. Mm-hmm. It's just I do hate the random um cooch shots, well, you know, panty shots, and I'm just like yeah. That had no place here. <laughs> like, where did this come from? <laughs> Look. Like, I think of uh, animes like uh, Scry. That's Cry Ed, however you want to put oh, it. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Um, um, Cyborg 009. Yep. And even, what else? What, what else? Uh, well, let's oh. go with just those two. You have, you will occasionally get a little bit of fan serve, or you might get a little bit of. Uh, chemistry amongst the characters where you're just like okay they might they might get them a little sun going on mm-hmm. or you have some great art you know cleavage showing and shit like that oh like uh fucking um Leilution the, Re- the rebellion uh code Geass. oh yeah yeah b2 is fine as fuck yeah but you still have well you see two fucking um um 
Natalie, not Natalie, not Natalie, not, not that's the blind sister. Um, the yeah, redhead, say, the redhead. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Busty, they got I guess beautiful bodies and whatnot, but there's right. so much dialogue, there's so much story, there's so much action oh, that's they're... going on that yeah. you forget about how fine they are. Right, because you don't care. Like I, and that's the thing that I like about anime. It's like, oh, these characters are kind of attractive, but wait a minute why doesn't this guy like this guy or like why doesn't this girl like this guy why does the government chasing this man that like those kind of questions start to come up for you in mm. anime compared to like other tv shows and stuff like that where it's just like a sexy ass face and then all of a sudden like they're chasing somebody through the woods and you're like all right i'm here mm-hmm. or or it's like very convoluted and I, I love the fact that you get to learn while watching it. And even if some of the stuff might not be scientifically correct or even um, anything that is spiritually or um, realistic in like mm. historical context, but it still fits so much. It, it, it weaves the storylines and culture and um, other practices so like they do it so well. Like when yeah. you think about um, Black Clover, I like yep. that so much because uh, if you learn, if you know about like the um, the um, the Tree of Life, and you mm-hmm. see that um, presented in the the anime, mm-hmm. it all relates in terms of like magical practices and yep. not necessarily demonized or anything like that but it all has a correlation then you have the elves uh, involved in this and that's a deeper storyline and then you have uh, the other kingdoms and how they express their magic and mm-hmm. it's like all these different different ideas. yeah and they just connect so well in this uh development of the story mm-hmm. and meanwhile when you think about cartoons here in america it's just like it's just something random it's just going to be some, it, it has no true guidance like i like american dad i like family guy but those characters have not grown at all um <laughs> they don't change they it's always stagnation when it comes to what is produced as content here in uh, the u.s versus what's produced like in japan which is one of the reasons why i love anime so much um mm-hmm. like when i think about um avatar i know there are some people who hate it and um uh, they hate yeah. last airbender and fucking um legend, legend of Korra. i like really? them both. Hmm. like when it comes to like that final season uh of avatar the last airbender all you get is real life trauma mixed Mm -hmm. with um emotional development and mental development Mm -hmm. and what every single character goes through they all have an Mm -hmm. an individual journey these uh therapeutic journeys are with uh, zuko which is hilarious where they have to deal with some real shit like i mean he's the king of trauma literally <laughs> like you have an episode of ang having a whole ass mental breakdown having psychosis mm-hmm. not sleeping because he's contemplating the thought that he may have to kill somebody at the age of 13 and this is a whole as adult yep. who's going to be super powered and can easily kill him if he makes the wrong step yep. and you go through all those mental processes with them yep and then you have like legend of Korra. Uh, and these are these are um, the well, I guess American cartoons and anim- uh, American anime, 
Um, you yeah. have Legend of Korra that has um, discourse about sexual expression. Mm-hmm. That's something that you don't often find. Well, okay, so and I agree with that. Like I, Korra, like okay, the whole thing about sexual expression with a uh, uh, with Legend of Korra, in addition to the fact that okay, it's a it's a it's also about that whole ageism thing too. Like you have the old generation trying to move or the new generation trying to work with the old generation kind of thing. Yes. Um, but I do have a question though. How I, I never I never saw like any of this in the show. All I saw was Cora trying to hook up with Bolin and then uh what's his face? Bolin's brother in the show. Like all I saw was that. I never saw like Cora and Asami out of nowhere, like you know, like talking or flirting or anything like that. I was just kind of like, where'd this come from? It was after she uh, injured herself. Um, and uh, after both, when they realized that, um, what's his name? What's Bolin's brother's name? I forget his name. He's so, he's kind of generic. <laughs> right. Um, Want to be Zuko. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to so- call him Baby Sasuke. <laughs> Oh, I like that. Baby Sasuke. So essentially with Baby Sasuke, when um, Korra and Asami realized that, okay, this motherfucker is a fuck nigga. Like, (laughs) you really had me out here thinking we were still together while you're literally trying to rebuild your relationship with Asami. And now I find out through a traumatic experience that motherfucker, I broke up with you and you just didn't want to tell me the fuck. So I, I think when that is that happened and they broke it off and, you know, they came to terms with it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and Asami, you know, they they had that bond um, yeah. and they just like she made reference to it that um, that's the only person she was talking to, that they um, did connect uh, while she was on her journey of after what happened with the side, uh, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Mm-hmm. I can remember his name and not Baby Sasuke. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad we could remember Bolin, but Bolin. not Baby Sasuke. Because <laughs> Baby Sasuke was fucking up left and right. He didn't do shit. You're right. Bolin you're did right. more shit to him. You're right. You're right. He was just there to be a cute face, I guess. Basically. He wasn't even cute. But um, so essentially just her having that dialogue with her opening up with her being more vulnerable mm-hmm. um that made way for their feelings to connect uh, which is why when she did return to uh republic city she mm-hmm. the first person she even hugged was asami because they already had that um connection, connection. now in terms of when they started actually dating that they didn't ever really show that but it was obvious by the time that the show ended when we looking into each other's eyes going into the spirit world together just to be great and joyous that's when you realize oh shit they have some stuff going (laughs) let me read those legends of Korra bitch what was in that fucking letter (laughs) yeah that's what I'm trying to figure out because like I because like when I first saw it I was like wait a minute why are they kissing like I don't get why this is happening but I'm like hey whatever I just need the story to back that up because I didn't see it I heard Coracle Waterbend. I mean, she, you know, you know what? I shit, she can breathe. She's a she's a whole part of the, the what you call tribe. So you know. Look, <laughs> and the other thing I heard is that Asami 
Have you ever heard of electricity play? That spirit realm is lit. Look, look, you know, Asami like to invent shit, right? You know, she she got that whole strap for it. (laughs) Cora, look what I invented. Oh, let's see what this spiritual bark can do for that body. (laughs) Bend the fuck over. Yes. Oh my god. I can, <laughs> I can see it. I can just see it now. Like uh, Asami's like doming the fuck out of uh out of Korra. I'm like, you know, and she's like, you know, I could beat your ass. She's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm running this we, shit. We can go. <laughs> <laughs> Child, I like that. Cause you know, I, I I do love me a good uh anime porn. Uh, I hentai, yaoi, I don't care. It'd be I, okay. I cannot do the tentacle porn because that I've seen it is very interesting. I would watch multiple, I'm not gonna lie, because it is interesting watching. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't get sexually aroused by it. It's more I'm just A intrigued. Curiosity. It's like yeah, oh. it's very intriguing. And then after a while, I'm just like, okay, now this is feeling rapey. So it's not- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, and that's another thing that anime niggas anime niggas really need to get their shit together because like there's a difference between hentai and reality like mm. hentai is very rapey like i don't know why but it just is um and then like like regular porn is like not even like that but hentai is, is very rapey very aggressive and all that kind of stuff and i guess at some point like dudes be like okay i could just do this and it, it just works i'm like no <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> like you are you're a whole man on a feet on a woman like you know mm-hmm. you you gotta consent you have to talk about it you have to be regular before you can do all that freaky shit the thing that really always bothers me most definitely when it comes to like the cartoon porn advertisements mm-hmm. in the hentai the yaoi the um the actual the animated uh, porn is the fixation of one um abusive penetration as well mm-hmm. as huge penises and penetrating small holes right i that's the thing that always bothers me and i i it, it's very disturbing to see that um mm-hmm. frequently i get i get why people watch it because it's not necessarily uh anything abusive that's going on it's understood consent even, unless it is an uh, actual uh, abusive scene but right most porn sites will not even allow that these days right. so but it's like <clears throat> just the the development like i i remember watching one it was um a, a scene with two guys and there mm-hmm. was like uh they were in the forest somebody ran um behind him he's like looking around and whatnot Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, they have him. Oh, he kind of had silver hair like um Sashomaru. Mm. But um, <laughs> next thing you know, uh, this mofo is like right up. He like grabs him by the neck, puts him uh, on a tree, uh, mm-hmm. looking him in the eyes. Next thing you know, turn around and they're fucking. And I'm just like, and of course, you know, huge dick, small hole, and it's just like juices. And I'm like, this is too much. Too much yeah, too man. soon. <laughs> it, it be, it, and i'm just like it's like that whole di- i don't know what it is about like anime in general or not anime but uh hentai it's like that whole power dynamic it's like you have the aggressor and just like a victim and i'm just like i don't like this like 
it, it's weird. It's like that's why I'm that's why I'm always just like very cautious. If I indulge, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look at this for maybe a week, like you know, through my my regular sessions or whatnot, a week. Then after that, nothing but regular shit. Nothing but regular shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't watch that too much. Mm-mm. Nah, like. Mm-mm. That's it's just, just it's just too abusive. It's mm-mm. it's too it's too aggressive. Like they need to dial it back. And I don't know, maybe that's a part of uh Asian culture. I don't know. Cause you know, it because there because of because from what I understand or what is put out there from you know media and shit, um Asian men are not even that aggressive. Mm-hmm. Like they're just not. And that makes me wonder who is who are the um who's the target population for these um videos and if um this might be going on western ideology and western culture and western mm-hmm. um westernized views about sexuality which mm-hmm. is very assertive abusive rapish and mm-hmm. there's a lot of toxic shit in uh, western sexual fantasy so yeah. I, I feel like that's probably the reason why it has so much of that mess going on like i feel like even with tentacle porn that probably was something mm-hmm. that started off very sensual um yep. which in whatever genre that was <laughs> related to and now that it got the eyes of other people and they want me to see see it more similar mm-hmm. to how uh anime has shifted yep. let's shift our uh porn to yep. fit those western lenses so that you are st- well us are engaged in that and appreciate what we're doing to try our best to you know combine the cultures and, right uh, i'm a westerner i guess i'm not <clears throat> i really am not uh, i am here in what we call the western world <laughs> the western hemisphere of the world and i'm okay if y'all just continue to do what you do for you know with within the cultural lens of japan because that's the stuff that i love the most i love Mm -hmm. learning about the different festivals like lucky star is one of my favorite anime just because they talk about all the different fucking festivals um vampire nights is where i learned about the second valentine's day where is um the guy's um yeah white to give yeah (laughs) like that's where i learned about that where i learned more about cherry blossoms than i thought i would ever learn about not necessarily in that anime but just anime in general Mm -hmm. um where i learned more about tokyo learn about rural japan uh areas Mm -hmm. um um the shrine shrine maidens and all of that you learn about the different culture in the anime that used to be put out there versus the ones that are more about like most people don't even know that the reason why Karama is named Karama is because that is a, literally a fox spirit. That's the name yeah. of what you call a fox spirit in Japanese culture. It's not his name. Yeah, he's just literally like literally. If you look at if you know anything about Japanese culture, like some of this stuff is just like rudimentary stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like an American naming uh uh shit. An American naming a boxer hit. You like, mm-hmm. oh, that's hit. You like, yeah, because he hits stuff. Like, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna call this Fox Spirit. Fox Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. and speaking of Fox Spirit, there are so many beautiful and wonderful spot Fox Spirit anime out there. You, um, there is one that's I think it's Karama Go or um, Yoko oh. Karama or something like that that I used to watch. I forgot the name of. It's been a while. It's been like ten fucking years. <laughs> you it's, take it deep, like. 
just watching some of those uh, Fox Demon anime taught me so much. That's how I learned more about yokai and what yokai are mm-hmm. and how yokai are like involved in so many different anime. And people yep. don't realize that. Even if you look at My Hero, uh, some of those characters are based on yokai. And I'm just like, yep. interesting. <laughs> like, yep. it's so much. Um, and- the kids are not learning like we used to learn. And I hate that. Not. And like, I will say this as well. Like, anime can be very, very good. It can also teach you about like coping with death and stuff. Mm. because like what anime is it death parade death parade um inuyasha like that's the thing about loss too because you because you got inuyasha who's going through the quandary of like okay i got i like a gome a little bit but also really love kikio one of these women i gotta let go of like this is my past and this is my future like you gotta let go of that shit mm. um my hero has a lot of loss in it naruto has loss in it like mm. A lot of loss child naruto basic naruto versus you you don't get the trauma of everything naruto experience until you actually watch uh next generation not, not next generation uh she put in yep that's when they dive into the psychology and i'm just like um y'all doing too much yep, <laughs> yep. those definitely those fucking movies mm-hmm. too much way yep. too much oh yeah that's <sighs> it why you had to Ooh. say that about Inuyasha? Because now I'm just thinking about that uh, on a, another level. It really is about a, a man grieving his ex and trying to mm-hmm. work through that trauma and fight his own demons, which will be Baraku, uh, yep. as he progressed and learn more about himself, appreciate himself and uh, his potential love of Kagome, who looks yep. just like his past lover. And the yeah. only reason why she's resurrected is because if you were to act as though this is a common day in mental processing, the only reason mm-hmm. why she only exists is because he's unwilling to let her go. Why did you have to do that to me? Look, man, I listen, I just put it out there. I hate That's you. all I do. <laughs> you a writer. <laughs> I like the fact that the show was just about demons into a one unalived woman <laughs> coming back alive and living her fucking life with this uh, and being in love with this demon, half demon, who loves this other woman but also loves her. That that was so much more simple. And now I have this depth and understanding about it now. I can't watch that show anymore. I'm going to continue watching it though. <laughs> I know, right? I don't oh, even like, you flexing. Another traumatic uh, um, anime, which I also resonated with because I was in the same situation and did help me in my own personal trauma, is Fruits Basket. Hmm. And that's uh, that that's a story about a young lady who uh, lost her mother, um, hmm. and it was due to. Uh, I think a car accident she died Mm -hmm. and she chose to live on her own rather Mm -hmm. than be a burden on her family and Mm -hmm. it's just her unpacking that trauma and whatnot but (sighs) anime y'all is where it's at yeah teach you a lot about yourself Mm -hmm. so on that note since we're uh, already past time and shit (laughs) do you have any last words that you'd like to share to the audience um yeah okay so you know peace and love as always uh make sure that you out here living your best life if you got any sort of mental illnesses or traumas that you that you know you haven't talked to anybody about make sure you do 
uh, find your local therapist or talk to your local health health department. Uh, get linked up out here. Healthcare is obtainable. You just have to go out there and research for it. Mm. Now, do you have any uh, last, uh, last messages for these anime niggas out here? Y'all need to stop, man. Just look. <laughs> women, women are not objects. They are people just like you. If you ever looked at a woman and be like, man, she should be doing this, blah, blah, blah. Think about if that was you. <laughs> what should you be doing? Like, what should you be doing? Mm. Empathy. Use it. Amen. 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 <clears throat> On that note, thank you all so much for uh, listening to the Holy Loki podcast where we stop out and step out and speak on sexuality. Just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful. You are worthy of happiness and joy. You are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day you live lead you towards abundance. With that said, love you all and see you next episode. Bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.